there, literary fans, and welcome to episode 83 of Jeff Reads His Book. I am your host, Jeff, and today we're reading chapter 36 of Homecoming, a book I wrote in a month. So if you want to contact me, head on over to jeffreadshisbook.com. And right there, there's three ways to contact me, email, Mastodon, and Twitter. Fun stuff, but while you're there... Think about buying a prequel to this book. They're really bad. You're going to love it. That's right. Bring Balance and Offworlder, both for sale from Amazon there. So if you feel like Jeff Bezos might be having a bad year, maybe you toss him a few shekels and we get a little money in the old bank account, huh? Woo! So how's everybody doing out there? Yeah, we're having a... We're having a fun time getting through this book. Today, I did say something like this was going to be a uh, longer chapter, but I feel like it isn't. So I'm pretty high energy at the moment, though. I probably could use a nap at some point. Uh, I'm actually recording this on a Monday uh, because we just didn't get to it yesterday. I had to mow the lawn. There was football on. Um, what else? We went for a bicycle ride, the lovely Laura and I. Yeah, so... I just couldn't get to it, so we're doing this on a Monday. Uh, I got shit to do. I got to work. You know, this clearly doesn't pay any bills, so (laughs) I got to get back to work at some point. But what's no... I mean, it's lunch hour. Let's have some fun. Let's do a podcast. Yeah. So what we are doing for a podcast today is we are reading chapter 36. It comes in at 88 lines, and if you remember... Uh, the new hero, helper, whatever, Astrid, does anybody remember her? Well, she's going to come up big in this Henry-centric chapter. Very exciting. Now, I feel like last chapter was dull as hell. This one, while it will be, you know, dullish, it's not going to be as bad, I guess. I don't think. I don't know. Ah. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I talk these up too much. I feel like they're not great, so, yeah. What are you going to do? Let's give it a shot, huh? Why don't we just go ahead and dive in to chapter 36. So for today's chapter, I am sipping on a new bourbon. I have some Jim Beam Double Oaked Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Mm. And I'm drinking it neat. Oh, and it's tasty. I was going to do... um. So I was at the liquor store... And I didn't see anything, like, I didn't know if I wanted Evan Williams again, so I was kind of leaning towards uh, Long Branch from Wild Turkey and Matthew McConaughey. Very good whiskey. Love it. $35, though. A little steep. So I started looking at some of the Jim Beam products just to see what was there, because they had, like, a, uh, I don't know, Jim Beam, was it like bottled in bond? I've had it on here. It comes in an orange label. It's nice. It was good. So I'm like, well, maybe they got that, which they do not have that. Fine. Okay. They didn't have it. But then like a couple shelves down, they did have Jim Beam Double Oaked, which I had gotten for Christmas mm, a couple years ago, maybe this past year. I don't know. And it was good, but it seemed fancy. But guess what? $22 in Ohio for a bottle of that shit. Hells yeah. So I bought me some Jim Beam Double Oaked, and it is good as hell. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's nice. That's better than, um, like, regular Jim Beam. 
straight up or neat, you know, it's a little tastier. Okay. Why don't we start reading instead of just talking about alcoholism? Henry surveyed the room one last time, trying to invent some solution to destroying the weapon. Okay, does everybody remember Henry was in a room, there was a pool, it was the weapon, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I didn't, I didn't put that in quotes, destroying the weapon, right? That's how we were doing it last time. We talked about the weapon, whatever. Last time we talked about the weapon. Coming up empty for yet another pass. Why don't we start again here? That way we can get the weapon stuff right. The weapon stuff right. Henry surveyed the room one last time, trying to invent some solution to destroying the weapon. Coming up empty for yet another pass, he decided he would need some help. Walking quickly, he left the circular room, leaving behind six unconscious bodies. He backtracked to the hallway and the room where Astrid waited. There were people in the distance, but nobody took notice of him as he stepped into the room. Astrid, I, he started, but was met with an attack spell, hitting him in the chest and knocking the breath out of him. Oh, sorry, Astrid exclaimed. Henry sucked in air, trying to catch his breath. <gasps> Have you ever had your, like, the air knocked out of you? That shit hurts, man. Ugh. It's been a while since that's happened to me, but goddamn. Oh, sorry, Astrid exclaimed. Henry sucked air, trying... Oh, we already did this. Are you okay? I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was you, and I'm a little keyed up. I'm fine, Henry managed, trying to overcome the ache in his chest. Ozzy in love, or is it just from the air knocked out? Let's hope it's just that, right? I need some help. With what, she asked, confused and, vi- confused and visibly nervous. The weapon, he said calmly, unlike the reader. We need to do something about it. I couldn't think of anything. Let's just leave, she suggested in a pleading tone. Let's just leave, she suggested in a pleading tone, like a whiny little girl. Henry shook his head. Come with me. You'll have an idea. I know it. Stepping out of the room, he surveyed the hallway. Should it surveyed or should it be like surveilled? That would have been a fun word, don't you think? Eh, this author sucks. What are you going to do? Seeing nobody, he looked at Astrid, still inside the room, and waved her out. We have to be quick. She caught up with Henry and walked beside him. How far had he gone? What the fuck? Were there people around it? Yes, but they're all unconscious in a big pile now. That's why we have to hurry. There could be problems if they're found. Entering the circular hallway, that's a terrible setting that I tried to describe like five times, but it just doesn't work. What the fuck? Around the weapons room, Henry could hear people ahead of them. He started walking faster, and Astrid matched his pace. Before they came into view, Henry ducked back into the circular room. He was positive they had seen Astrid, but there didn't seem to be any panic. The two peep, two new people were inside the basin's room. Try, did I pass a weapon? Damn it! Entering the circular hallway around the weapon's room. See, we gotta redo that. Henry could hear people ahead of them. He started walking faster, and Astrid matched his pace. Before they came into view, Henry ducked back into the circular room. He was positive they had seen Astrid, but there didn't seem to be any panic. Two new people were inside the basin's room, trying to see the un- trying to see to the unconscious people against the wall. Tend might have been better, because that's hard to read. 
When they turned as the pair entered, Henry threw them up into the ceiling and two uniformed men fell to the floor. Have you seen this thing before? Henry asked, walking to the basin. She hesitated after seeing what Henry had done, but she ran over when Henry waved. Henry looked Henry watched her look into the basin and shake her head. I've never seen it up close, Astrid admitted. Can you operate it? Henry asked, hopeful that he could use that to his advantage. No, I only know what it does, not how to use it. And nobody knows how it works. Hmm, any ideas? Henry asked, spinning around the room. Like a ballerina, I'm guessing. He still saw nothing useful. Astrid joined him in surveying the room. Finally, she looked down at the floor, kicking at loose sand on the ground. Where is this sand coming from? Astrid asked, looking up at the ceiling. Henry looked around the room, seeing that there was a sandy point on the floor to his right. Okay, did anybody... All right, Henry looked around the room, seeing that there was a sandy point on the floor to his right. What the fuck does that even mean? All right, but there's sand all over the room. So mad. Uh, Walking over, he looked up at the ceiling, seeing an obvious gap in the tile work. Looking back at Astrid, he asked, You just want to fill the room with sand? No, but I can work with sand if there's enough, she suggested. Okay, Henry said, backpedaling. Holding one hand out, he whispered a quick, quiet spell, sending a burst of light into the ceiling where the sand hand leaked in. <laughs> small, that's a terrible sentence. Um, small, t- well, uh, you know, aside from the misspelling of had, but whatever. Because um, it ends in a preposition, and you're not supposed to do that, right? All right. Um... Small tiles shattered to the ground, and the damaged stone stone exposed underneath cracked, allowing a steady stream of sand to start pouring into the room. Okay, what now? he asked Astrid. Back up with me, she directed, and the two walked back towards a section of curved wall. I would have said of the curved wall. Extra word, boom, word count. All right, I'm going to have a sip. I don't think there's any drinking breaks in this chapter either. I feel like the last, like, ten chapters I read were one chapter before I split them up. Ugh. Mmm. It's very smooth for double oaked. You'd think it'd be, like, real rough, but, mmm, it's good. It's good. I don't know what its alcohol content is. Probably in the 80s. I don't think Jim Beam really has, like, a mass market one that's going to... Really up... All right, let's keep reading, huh? Ugh. Back up with me, she directed, and the two walked back towards a section of curved wall. Sand continued pouring in from the ceiling at an alarming rate. She raised her hands into the air and breathed deeply. Henry felt the air around him start to blow, but the real wind never touched him. The air in the room began circulating violently, traveling around the outside walls towards them before turning mere paces from the two mages and swirling back towards the basic. I think that's supposed to be the basin? <laughs> Liquid sloshed and poured out of the basin, caught up in the wind currents. Henry now saw what Astrid's idea was, though. 
The sand was being caught up in the wind quickly, and it was impacting the basin in the center of the room like a city-destroying sandstorm. Is that a thing? I don't know. He watched as the glazed, shining surface of the basin was quickly being eroded. The noise in the room was growing to near painful levels and attracting guards and other mages. Henry attacked everyone he could with magic as Astrid worked. Three guards slammed into an entryway to the room. A mage was thrown violently back into the hall. Lots of L's. The violent winds basically precluded anyone from entering the room across from them. The sand continued pouring through the ceiling, starting to accelerate as the erosion widened the gap in the ceiling's rock. See, erosion, kids, it can be dangerous. Astrid had her teeth clenched in concentration and effort, and the wind continued. It had become harder and harder to see the basin through the thick cloud of sand, but it appeared to have one side almost entirely destroyed. Henry kept up defending the doorways, knowing they were probably attracting every guard in the complex. Henry felt rumbles beneath his feet, and he looked back towards the basin through the swirling sandstorm ahead of him. Aren't they going to get sand in their eyes? What the fuck? The basin appeared to be completely gone, replaced by a gaping black hole. He grabbed Astrid's arm, yelling over the deafening wind. After three or four shakes, she finally put her hands down, and Henry felt himself covered in sand. Ugh. Astrid, you did it, he exclaimed, like she just learned how to ride a bike. Jesus Christ. Looking at the hole in the basin where looking at the hole where the basin had been. Another loud crack attracted his attention to the ceiling. Though <laughs> Sorry, 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 I'm not reading good. <laughs> Another loud crack attracted his attention to the ceiling, though and he saw that the hole through which the sand had been pouring was ten times bigger, and rocks and boulders were beginning to fall through, impacting the now-collapsing floor. Okay, time to go, Henry said, and the two mages ran from the quickly crumbling room. And that ends Chapter 36! Well, what would you call that? Was that an exciting chapter? I mean... Some shit happened in it. It was kind of magical. It was fun. I guess it was fun. They destroyed the weapon. That was pretty exciting, but I don't know. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Henry kicked some more ass. Uh, that seems to be like, you know, not a problem for him. It's, uh, what are you going to do? Not, not terribly exciting, I guess, from that standpoint. <laughs> but they do appear to have destroyed the weapon, which apparently was just a birdbath in the middle of an ornate room with a lot of tile work in it. I wonder what, why would they put up all that tile? Was it just decorative, or did they have to hose down the room every now and then? Like, maybe they were sacrificing goats or something. I don't know. What do people sacrifice? Is that a discussion question? I feel like it isn't. But, you know, if you were to sacrifice something, all that tile, you could just spray it down. Yeah. We once went to, the lovely Laura and I went to a, uh, what, a Frank Lloyd Wright house? Is that who I'm thinking of? He's the one with all the fancy houses, right? And uh, we went to one in Buffalo, and I remember it was, it looked pretty normal from the outside, but it was fucking bananas once you went inside. Especially the kitchen, because, like, the whole kitchen was done up in white subway tiles. 
including the floor and it like curved the walls like curved into the floor and it was basically so you could just after you made dinner you could just hose down the entire room it was fucking weird <laughs> like i don't know what kind of meals and messes they were making but yeah you could just hose the room off the whole room it was insane very strange but uh yeah i i mean that's what i think of with tile i think waterproof though you know well, I don't know that it is. It seems like it really isn't. Ah, whatever. Yeah, so, I mean, they blew up the weapon. That was exciting. Henry beat some people up. That wasn't exciting. Astrid hit him in the chest. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, a little friendly fire, as they say. Hey, okay. All right. So, uh, I thought that was going to read a lot longer, but here we are at, like, 17 minutes into the podcast, and... I don't have much left to say, so let's do discussion questions, shall we? <laughs> if you were wondering, I um did finish my booze. Yay, Monday booze. Okay. All right. Question one. So they destroyed the weapon using sand falling from the ceiling. My question is, when did you last play in sand? So that's got a lot of like different ways you can go with that, right? Because you could have a sandbox, you know, playing in the sand. Um, I think people today, you know, buy those like water tables and put sand in it for their little kids. Cause you know, if anything's better than actual playing outside, it's playing outside using things made out of plastic that'll last for the next 700 years. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, like if you go to the beach, you can play in the sand. That's fun. I'm going to say the last time was probably playing at the beach, but the last time I was at a beach, God damn, I don't even know if I was married yet. I mean, this we might be getting on like 15 years or something. Ah, wow. But I mean, building a sandcastle, always fun. So I like doing that. I don't know. Beach sand is fun. That's fun just building sandcastles. I always had a problem just doing nothing at the beach. You know what I mean? Like, I guess reading a book, that 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 does it for me these days, I guess. But I'm just going to fall asleep if I do that. Yeah. Yeah, so when was the last time you played in the sand? And you know what? We're going to, if you have kids, then that's, you know, that, that's going to be off, right? You're not going to, not going to have like some fun long ago story because it was probably last week. <laughs> okay. All right. Question two. So like there was a hole in the ceiling where sand was kind of leaking in and then Henry made it bigger by knocking off some tile. It kind of sounds like they maybe did like a real shitty patch job. Just use whatever plaster they had lying around. Probably didn't put the metal behind it, you know, that you're supposed to or the patch, whatever those metal patches are. Yeah. So question two. Uh, what kind of shoddy wall patching have you done in the past? Huh? I mean, I've done quite a bit in this house. I've been in this house for 17 years now, almost. And, uh, oh, it is just ripe with, you know, terrible home improvement projects that I've done. And when you get a house that's used, you get mad at the previous owner. But whoever owns it after me is going to be pretty pissed, too. <laughs> but whatever, whatever, who gives a shit? Because the way I plan on living, I'll be dead when that happens, so I don't care. But, like, uh, usually when I patch a hole, uh, I'm going to say a lot of the time I don't do it properly. So I don't have, like, the tape or the metal thing that goes over the hole. I just fucking plaster it and wait till that dries and put some more plaster on and wait till that dries. So it's not, like, stable or strong. But if you just look at the wall, it looks fine. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. I, uh, what about you? Have you patched something real shoddily? Yeah, that's my big question. It's fun, though. Fun having a house. If you can get a house, you should look into it. It's cool. Because all the problems are of your own doing at some point. <laughs> Yay! Well, that about wraps it up today. Um, let's take a look at next week's chapter, shall we? We'll see if that's going to be a long one or not. Um, I kind of went... I started reading ahead here. Um, 37. Let's see here. No, it's like 60 lines, 66 lines. Not very long, but uh, we'll have some fun with it. How many chapters do we have? Because today was what? 36. I think we only have 10 chapters left. Oh, it is not. That is not the case. Oh, it's, yeah, 10 chapters and an epilogue remaining. So that's pretty exciting. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So that's it. I guess that's it. I don't know what else to say. Um, this wasn't like particularly comedic with my uh, ranting and raving before and after, but I, I think the reading went well, don't you guys? If you do think it went well, why not write into the show? Head over to jeffreadshisbook.com and right there, three ways to contact me. Uh, you can hit me up on email at uh, jeff at rainbow-100.com. Or you can hit me up on Mastodon at jeff at toot.rainbow-100.com. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at Fortran Jeff. It's going to be fun. Tell me what you thought of that episode. I don't get any feedback. So if you wrote feedback, you would be special to me. Yep, that's right, folks. Uh, and, uh, you know, while you're at jeffreadsbook.com, buy a copy of the book. If you want, you can email or you can mail it to me. I will sign it and mail it back because that's funny as hell. <laughs> Great. So uh, that wraps it up for today. So until next time, keep on reading. Keep on reading.